0: What's going on Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we will of course be previewing the Bulls upcoming game against the Detroit Pistons, but we'll also be talking about why this week is a key week for the Bulls in a lot of different areas and for a lot of different reasons. We'll also be uh, talking about Patrick Williams and going into the mailbag, probably some more right after this. All right. So Bulls fans, I want to start off with this week for the Bulls. And yes, we have big games coming up against Brooklyn and Golden State. Uh, We also played Detroit and and Boston uh, before the end of this week. So we have four games in like a five day, day stretch. So again, a lot of games being played for the Bulls in a condensed amount of time. But outside of that, I want to talk about why this week is very, very important for the Bulls. On top of you know, needing to bounce back and on top of the competition that we're facing and the fact that it's marquee uh, matchups against other um, big teams in the league is that these two of these games and the two biggest games of this week against Boston and Golden State are both going to be televised by the national media. They're both going to be on ESPN. And the reason why I say that these games are super big and super important for the Chicago Bulls is because of A, it's going to be in front of national media for the all-star voting, right? For uh, for those of the Bulls fans that, you know, we want to get as many all-stars as possible. We want to try to get Zach being in there as a starter for the casual NBA fans, right? And this is not us, the people who watch YouTube videos, the people who are dedicated to one team, the people who have league pass. But for the people who really only get to see the games that are televised on national TV, this is a big week. They don't and won't get to see the Bulls a lot during the course of this season. So this is going to be a lot of people's, you know, not first time, right? Because we've had national televised games before, but really a check-in for this is you know, since DeMar DeRozan and the MVP talk, um, since you know, all-star voting and you know, those first ballots came out, this is gonna be a lot of people who only casually watch the NBA or only, like I said, who don't subscribe to League Pass. This is gonna be the first time really being able to see this Bulls team as a cohesive unit up against marquee talent at that. So when you look at things like that, if it like again, I'm not saying that it all rests on the shoulders of this, but it's very important in, in that. Sense And, you know, we want to get as many all stars (laughs) as possible. And for another reason, it is going to change the national media conversation about the Chicago Bulls. Now, again, I've been I've said it. You guys all know, fuck the national media. It doesn't matter again for us before the people who who do and put a lot of stock into that there are some people whether we agree with it or not they take a look at teams and if the national media is not favorable to them or not talking about them they really don't think about them there are some people who only get that there are some people who even don't watch games and they get their information from the way that ESPN analysts and everybody talk about the Chicago Bulls so with that being said having these games on top of the, the the talent we'll get into why the matchups themselves are important but it's going to be important just for the the conversation of the national media part of it and it does help we're going to get if the Bulls win one of or god forbid both of these games on national media against against uh, the Nets and the Warriors they're going to be a lot of new casuals audience that are now become fans of the Chicago Bulls and start following the team a little bit more closely. So it can be very important for those reasons. On top of that, the matchups against Brooklyn and Golden State, I mean, those write themselves. Golden State Warriors are the the talk of the NBA right now. They're considered the best team and the lock-in pick to win the NBA title by many people. Not all people, but by many people. A win against Golden State can do huge things for the Bulls, not only in our confidence, but showing where we measure up. Again, against Brooklyn as well. Kyrie's back. Kyrie is going to play in this game. They held James Harden out against the Trailblazers to prepare for the game against the Chicago Bulls in many ways. I know they won't admit it or say it, but it is what it is. And so that being said, the fact that now teams are so circling bulls against the games as key matchups against them if we can win the both of these games and, and you know god forbid even if we if we have strong showings against these teams it not only shows us where we measure up but for all those conversations about how the bulls are going to do this how the bulls are going to do that these are important these games are important for a lot of reasons in that this is a very important week for the bulls they have four games in this week you know two of those games seem very winnable uh we'll talk about detroit more boston you know, they're 10th in the, in the, I think, in the East right now. But again, this week is a very, very important week for the Bulls. Let me know what are some of the things that you're most excited for coming up again on the, B, the Bulls schedule this week. Um, what game are you more excited about? Is it the Brooklyn game? Is it the Golden State Warriors game? How do you see the Bulls matching up with those teams? All that down below. Let's talk about that game next against the Detroit Pistons, uh, a rebound game for the Chicago Bulls in which I said it, because a lot of the Bulls bad traits came out in that last game that we played against the Dallas Mavericks. We want to see the Bulls hopefully not overlook the Pistons to look more towards Brooklyn, but they need a strong showing in this game. You don't want to go into Brooklyn on a on a two-game losing streak. You don't want to do that. You just don't want to do that. Now, the Pistons are 9-30. and uh, They have the 29th-ranked offense in the league, and then they also have the 22nd-ranked defense in the league. This should be light work for the Chicago Bulls. Now, again, any team can be any team, any other team in the nba on any night right that's just the way that the nba uh season works but if the bulls are overlooking this detroit pistons team it can get very ugly for the bulls and we've seen stuff like that happen to the chicago bulls before so the key thing is the bulls need to be locked in but they need to be locked in in a way to put their foot on the detroit pistons neck and getting them the hell up out of there! By the third quarter, this game needs to be over. We've beat the Detroit Pistons twice. There were two of our early matchups in the season. I think we held them under ninety points in both those games. So the De- uh, the Bulls' defense and offensive. Potency should be able to make light Work of this I'm picking Io assume will have a big game tonight Again the uh, number one pick should Be playing uh, today in Cunningham And I want to see Io have a big showing Up to show everybody why He uh, is one of the best players to come Out of this past year's draft and a lot of those teams That overlooked him I think Io is going to have a big Game tonight we already know DeMar Zach We expect them to do our thing I'm also looking for a bounce Back game from Nikola Vucevic as well This is a, a matchup that could go favorable For him um, as well as just showing his versatility but the bulls cannot overlook the detroit pistons i can't stress that enough that the bulls are looking too far ahead into into that brooklyn game it's going to get ugly for the bulls we need to see that ball movement we need to see the focus we need to see them locked in on both sides of the ball and executing very well keep those turnovers down um and you know, this game, like I said, tw- 29th-ranked offense in the league against one of the better defenses in the league. We know that we can stack up, and we should be able to make light work of this team. I need to see a 20-point victory at least, again, that's me being hopeful. But, no, regardless of how the Bulls win, I need to see the Bulls win in a uh, defining fashion tonight against the uh, against the Detroit Pistons. That's my pick. Let me know. Do you agree with me? Do you think I O should have a big game tonight? Do you hope to see I O have a big game tonight? Um, the uh, Pistons have Grant. Olenek, Olenek, uh, and Jackson all out in this game. Ball uh, Ball, ball is, is listed as day to day, so we'll see uh, if we if we see him tonight. But overall, regardless of any of that, the Bulls should easily and be able to make light work of the Detroit Pistons if they're locked in and not overlooking this. So that's it on that front. Let's go into the next topic, Patrick Williams, uh, and you know he's been a, a, a theme throughout the last couple of episodes. You know, we've gotten confirmation the cast is off. Uh, the Bulls are having him watching tape. He's been able to keep up his conditioning. He's been traveling with the team. All those things, to me, point to somebody that, at least if they're not expecting, they're hopeful can come back before the end of the season. Now, why watching tape is, smart, is good for Patrick Williams? Again, Patrick Williams is a sponge. So him being able to soak up as much and traveling with the team, getting that camaraderie with the team, even though he's not on the court with them, getting getting that feel of, of winning basketball and being around a winning team and all that is all good for Patrick Williams, but that key point of him is having him watch a lot of tape because what that could do if patrick williams doesn't come back till mid to the end of march that could have him almost seamlessly fit into what the bulls are doing if he's watching and taking in this tape billy donovan knows and for the people who keep who are, are, are under the impression that patrick williams is not long for this team which i i don't get we talked about that i'm not going into trade talk though um but The fact that Billy Donovan is investing in in these players, even it shows in the way that he talked about, and it's coming to fruition with Kobe White. It's going to help them fit back in. It's going to help him continue to grow, even though he's physically sitting out. And like I said, the key point is, is he's able to keep up his conditioning. So if he is cleared and, and ready to come back before the end of the season... You know, it, yes, it's going to take you a while to get back into into the game sync, and everything like that. But his mind, they are tuning his mind into a way that's going to be able to just come in and be ready to go. And that's key things for Patrick Williams. So be on the lookout for that and what that could mean for the long term um, playoff run of the Bulls. But not only that and Patrick Williams being able, you know, again, Boylan said sometimes you learn by sitting. And he was an idiot. That muppet face bastard, he wasn't prepared. He wasn't the right person to do it. But having a coach like Billy Donovan, who's having a player learn why they have to sit, unfortunately, why they're forced to sit due to injury and having them take in everything is, is nothing but good for the long-term success of a player like Patrick Williams. Let me know what you guys think about that below. And what do you guys think overall? We haven't really talked a lot about Billy Donovan. What do you think about Billy Donovan and how he's worked with young players? We've seen the growth and development from um, – from Sorry, from Kobe White. We've seen the growth and development from Io DeSumo in just his rookie season. You know, Having a coach like him that can develop while contending is very important, and I like the way that he's worked with these with these young players a lot. Um, so let me know what you guys think about Billy Donovan and the way that he works, seemingly works with young players, and how that could what that could mean for the future of the Chicago Bulls as well. Let's go into the mailbag before we end today's episode. We have one text that I'm going to read, and this is from the seven, uh, the seven seven three. Uh, this one reads: "What's good, Hayes? I'm a new viewer and really appreciate the quality of your content. I'm curious what your thoughts are on Matt Thomas. I think his shooting can be extremely valuable." When he plays in short spurts, but others are screaming for him to be let go. All right, here's my thoughts on Matt Thomas, and I'm, I'm going to keep this short. It's not really a lot to say with this. Matt Thomas is into the, the bench player. He's a veteran that you want on the end of the bench, not only because he's going to be ready to go whenever you do need to call upon him, right? Because he's he can he can grasp the defense, he can grasp the offensive schemes, he can seamlessly fit in. He knows when to take his shots. Uh, when he's open, he's going to confidently take those shots. They might not always go in, but he's going to confidently take those shots. Um, You know, Matt Thomas is the type of player who, if you need to use him heavily – his his flaws are going to be more exposed because that's just not the how you would want to use a player like him but if you need to use him in spurts in spots because of either injury you want to sit players or you just you know whatever else it, it is it's a long game you just need need somebody to come in matt thomas is going to fill that role very well but i think sometimes we forget also some of the contributions of players is to help the younger players and to calm them down i'm sure having a player like matt thomas who's a veteran is helping the other players in that way as well and being a calming factor on the court and that's really what it's about about with a player like matt thomas i wouldn't say it's anything about I, I would scream to let him go but again if if the right deal presents itself or if the right person is available and you need to cut somebody if it ends up being matt thomas i don't think it's hurting you too much right so that's really what, what my thoughts are on Matt Thomas. That really boils it all down. Like I said, he's an end-of-the-bench veteran, and he gives you what you want at the end-of-the-bench end, end of veteran, and that's really what it boils down to. But that are my thoughts. Let me know what you guys think down below about Matt Thomas and his contributions to the Chicago Bulls team and what how he fits into the role that they that they use him in. I think we've, we saw a little bit too much of Matt Thomas because of the COVID protocol and everything, and that's kind of skewed some people's thoughts. But you know he's never he he was never going to get a lot of minutes on this team and you know before I go somebody else that was never going to get a lot of minutes on this team Mac McClung his 10-day contract ended he was not re-signed or even brought into the G League team as of now and I know a lot of a lot of Bulls fans were very hopeful for him they thought that you know he was somebody that we could develop or bring in or at one point they wanted to see him get more minutes. I've always said he was not going to be a player that got a lot of minutes, and that's not to toot my own horn. That's just how I saw it. And he was a player that if they saw something in, they were going to bring him into their G League affiliate and try to develop him down there. Seems like they they aren't going to do that either. But again, this team is stacked at guard, so it's not really like there's a there would have been a role even long term, especially for this team. I think if we would have saw Mac McClung stay on this this roster for the long term, it would have maybe single to deal signal to deal but even if the bulls do end up making something they can probably always bring him back we'll see what goes on with that but uh, mac mcclung also gone uh, from this bulls roster and you know i know i know a lot of bulls fans did i uh, want to see something from him so that's why i mentioned it on this but that's it for me today you can follow the podcast at bull central pod on every social media platform you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail or a text, you can do so at 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for all Chicago Bulls related news and content. And like I like it in every episode on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break, Break Media. Media.